The clock is ticking on a state budget, a popular delivery service could stay in place after the pandemic, and a push to resume the NBA season. For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. Today is Wednesday, May 13, 2020. Oklahoma's number of positive COVID-19 cases now stands at 4,852. There were no new reports of deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the state health department. In a news release sent out earlier today, Governor Kevin Stitt said, Today marks a milestone for our state as we see signs of progress in the fight against COVID-19. The governor went on to say the progress is a result of the frontline workers and residents who continue to make sacrifices. I have an obligation to protect our core services and also to protect the taxpayers of the state of Oklahoma. Governor Kevin Stitt on Wednesday vetoed the $7.7 billion budget for the upcoming fiscal year. Earlier this week, Governor Stitt voiced concerns about the financial measures. He did so during a press conference on Monday. I want Oklahomans to know that I am vetoing House Bill 2741 and 2742 which would rob from our teachers' retirement fund, our law enforcement retirement fund, and our firefighters' retirement fund. We have made great progress shoring up our retirement systems in the last few years. Now is not the time to undo that progress. And today he vetoed another bill that would take away funding from the Rebuilding Oklahoma Access and Driver Safety Fund. The Roads Fund ensures dedicated revenue for the maintenance and repair of highways and bridges, which legislative leaders indicated both chambers will attempt to override the governor's vetoes. Our common foreman is following the action of the state capitol. You can follow her coverage at Oklahoman.com. Gary Cox has 40 years experience, 40 years experience in public health, and to not confirm this person I just want Oklahomans to ask the question, why? What's going on? It's just the unfortunate part of this politics uh, that's, that, that my job as governor is just to explain to Oklahomans what's going on. Uh, that's the Senate's job, and that's to confirm. In a farewell letter, outgoing health commissioner Gary Cox thanked the governor for his faith in his abilities and the governor's leadership. The governor had appointed Cox to the position in September, but state senators said last week he would not be confirmed. Arnolan Clay reports opposition to his confirmation was so great it wasn't even scheduled for a committee hearing. Cox fell out of favor because state lawmakers are at odds with the governor, and he also did not meet the legal requirements for the job. Legislators would have to agree to modify the requirements for Cox to hold the position. In addition, state senators had concerns about Cox because of an investigative audit that is now underway after hearing complaints from health department workers. Alcohol delivery and curbside service could become a regular service. A Carmen Foreman reports a bill introduced Tuesday would make some of the temporary rules permanent. Businesses that hold the retail spirit license would be allowed to continue delivery and curbside pickup of sealed alcohol. Restaurants and bars that hold the proper licenses would also be, to be able to proceed with delivery and pickup. However, breweries and small farm wineries would be restricted to curbside pickup. If signed into law, the legislation would take effect immediately. A newly formed Asian Women's Task Force is working to close the gap between domestic violence service providers and Asian communities in the state. At the same time, the group hopes to address anti-Asian harassment and discrimination occurring as a result of the pandemic. 
Religion editor Carla Hinton has more. It's really an interesting uh, discussion for uh, the community to have at this time. This task force is made of, up of different people in the community. The organizations that are involved uh, include the YWCA of Oklahoma City and the uh, CARE OK, which of course stands for the Council on American uh, Islamic Relations, the Oklahoma chapter. I talked to Cindy. Cindy Wynn is the task force leader. She is also the director of social and economic justice for the YWCA of Oklahoma City. And what's interesting about this group is they have just uh, gone right in and, and started right off with a bystander intervention webinar that was today. Uh, I attended or participated, and it was very interesting. They gave a lot of helpful tips. Um, Veronica Lazier, who is with uh, Care OK, she is an attorney. Uh, of course, she gave some uh, good uh, tips from her uh, attorney's background. And so it was very interesting. I think that people will um, be uh, enlightened by some of the things that this task force hopes to to accomplish, uh, not only this month, uh, which is uh, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, but also in the months to come, because I think that the task force is going to continue on. It looks like they have a lot of things they really want to do in the community. Some of the biggest stars in the NBA say they are ready to resume the season, and there's growing optimism that fans will be able to cheer on their teams. The Oklahoma's Joe Masato has more on the push for the return of professional basketball. NBA power brokers, from star players to influential owners, are reportedly optimistic that the season will resume. As for when, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told the league's owners Tuesday that he's aiming to make a decision in the next two to four weeks about whether to resume or cancel the season, Shamsharani of The Athletic reported. That puts the decision anywhere between May 26th and June 9th. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reported that participants on the Tuesday call with the NBA's Board of Governors felt increasingly positive about the league's momentum toward a resumption of play. Most timelines point to a potential restart in July or August, but it's still unclear what a restart looks like. The Thunder still has 18 games remaining in the regular season. There could be a condensed finish to the regular season or a plan to skip ahead to the playoffs. Wojnarowski reported that the league hasn't worked through the details. As for where the season will return, Las Vegas or Disney World in Orlando, Florida are the most likely locations according to multiple reports. Team travel parties would be reduced. No fans would be allowed at the games. Silver described a campus environment when asked about building an isolation bubble. What stands in the way? Some cities and states still face a COVID-19 testing shortage. The NBA will create its own public relations nightmare if the league gobbles up tests before they're readily available for healthcare workers and the general public. Wojnarowski reported that a goal of Silver's call Tuesday was getting players and team officials comfortable with the fact that one positive test would not shut the league down should it resume. He also reported that the league would plan to standardize coronavirus testing for all 30 teams. Thunder Point guard Chris Paul has played an important role during the pandemic. Paul, on a conference call last week with Silver, expressed concern that some teams could be pressuring players to work out at team facilities, Yahoo's Chris Haynes reported. 
Paul is an advocate for players as president of the National Basketball Players Association, a title he's held since 2013. Haynes reported Tuesday that Paul organized a conference call with LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, and Anthony Davis. They reportedly formed a united front to return to play once safety measures are in place. As for the latest with the Thunder, the team practice facility remained closed as of last Friday. There's been no further update. A handful of players have stayed in Oklahoma City, but some have yet to return. The Thunder was 40-24, and 5th place in the West, when the season was suspended. The Thunder and Jazz are currently positioned to play in a first-round playoff series. It's been 64 days since their last meeting was postponed. All right, that'll do it for the Middle of the Week podcast. Be sure to go to Oklahoma.com for the latest on the budget situation from the state capitol. You can also go online to Oklahoma.com slash subscribe to subscribe to our digital products. For my colleagues at the Oklahoma and for producer Paige Dillard, I'm Dave Morris with the Oklahoman saying have a great night, everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you.